When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Welcome to Sustainable Success. If you're first uh, joining us for the first time, uh, you're definitely going to be enlightened by some great content we have here today. Uh, But again, uh, anybody that is uh, familiar with us, we also have a Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. Feel free to join us there where you can listen to many of the past great guests we've had sharing their expertise and wisdom as it applies to sustainable success. As you know, wellness relationships and business all roll up under one. So with that being said, we do want to introduce uh, the sponsor of today's event. That is the City Summit City Gala in New York. That is taking place tomorrow and Saturday with the gala Saturday evening. We encourage those influencers that happen to be not only in the New York area, but happen to be coming in from surrounding areas to come attend tomorrow, Saturday. There's still time to also attend the gala. And it's a wonderful experience meeting uh, philanthropists, business influencers, celebrities, and all of the above. We encourage you highly to be there. I'll be there tomorrow speaking as well, and then all day Saturday. So we highly encourage those in the area and outside to attend City Summit City Gala. Today, we're going to be talking about why you need PR as an online influencer. And we have a wonderful guest today. Her name is Heather DeSantis. And, you know, influencer marketing now is becoming something that's really important to really set apart people in their area of expertise. So if you're a real estate agent, do you want to be just any real estate agent? No, you want to be someone that is the go-to person. But really, what sets you apart from the others that makes you going to be the influencer, someone that people can count on for somebody for that type of information, that expertise? And we have that person today, Heather DeSantis. And before I introduce her, I want to give her give a little background about her. She is a top millennial publicist and CEO of Publicity for Good, a purpose-driven public relations firm with offices in San Diego and Phoenix. Heather combines market foresight, strategic timing, and organic interviews to generate millions of earned media impressions from outlets like ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, Fox, CNN, BBC, iHeartMedia, Business Insider, and a lot more. And without further ado, we'd like to introduce Heather DeSantis to the show. Heather, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. And I, you know, I think, Heather, we had met briefly, if I'm not mistaken, at a City Summit event. And I don't know which one it was, but it was, I know we yes, met in L.A. Yes, did. Yes. Yes, did. It would have been a year. Gosh, that would have been it, a year ago. It would have been last it, August. It was, I believe, August or September, right around this time frame. I do remember that, and and yes, and I'm so impressed with the things that you're doing from a from in terms of influencer marketing and publicity, and and it's so important these days. So, with that being said, I you know I wanted to get into it. You know, the the listeners here at Sustainable Success are people that really want to stand out what with what they do. They really want to make a difference in the world in terms of their businesses, their services. But in addition to just business, also doing the same in their households, taking care of their families and and relationships and so forth. But 
that being said, from you know, from using PR as an online influencer, talk a little bit about that. Like really what that means to someone to really become an influencer in their area of expertise. Absolutely. So there as you know, our market in the online world is extremely saturated. There's a million people trying to be an online coach, sell info products, et cetera. And it can be really overwhelming. Um, and I think it can feel overwhelming if you just feel as if you are an online entrepreneur, you're working from home, you're posting in Facebook groups, you're praying that it, you know, supports someone and that obviously something will convert and it's a really lonely world. And, um, you know, I experienced that too. I got my start. I worked at an ad agency. I was a publicist. I secured 35 interviews every week, and I, you know, I learned that PR is why I'm in this world. So PR is looking at media interviews, so anything from hometown TV, radio, newspaper, podcast, online. And I left, and then I started um, doing freelance work as a publicist, and I literally was working from home every day um, on my computer in the basement, and I found that I felt so sad and depressed because I had no outside world or connection to really talk about my message and mission and why I care so much about what I do. And then I had a transformation. Um, I started doing local media in my hometown market, mid-sized market, um, started doing some TV and radio interviews. And it was just an aha moment that, you know, first and foremost, it allows influencers and entrepreneurs to have human connection and to share their why behind their, you know, why they're doing their business. The second piece is I really feel like it adds a sense of legitimacy. Uh, When you start um, doing interviews and you start sharing that on your social media platforms, there's a sense of legitimacy. The real world, your family, your parents understand traditional media. They understand TV. So when you start to add that element to your business, I think there's an even higher sense of legitimacy that, you are a thought leader, you are a business owner, which I think is um, so much deeper than, you know, just building an online um, footprint. You're looking at a bigger picture. You want to serve more. And um, when you look at doing media, it pushes you because, you know, if you were to go on and, and this is where a lot of mistakes happen, people will pitch their business. They'll leave with their product not even thinking about the solution. And when you do media, it pushes you because there has to be a news connection. There has to be relevancy. There has to be value. You have to really think, how am I making a difference and what valuable information can I share? Because from a news perspective, they have criteria that they look at. No, that definitely makes sense. And you you made an important point, you know, because there's, Products and services, I mean, there are a lot of people that could sell the same types of products or services. And in itself, that's not really the connection. You know, people do may have needs for certain types of products and services, and it's irrelevant who the where they get it from, some of the basic stuff. But that being said, a lot of times people align with, you know, with a pain point, something, and it's usually some someone, an expert, someone's story, their you know, you know what, what, you know what purpose do they serve? That's what they connect to. Why they do what they do, not what they offer or how they do it. That makes it so important. So, in terms of when you look at someone that's in a in their own business, or let's say you're a speaker, a coach, or you know uh, that you have some type of service that you know or message that can really make a difference. 
what would be, uh-huh. you know, you talked a little bit about what you did, but talk about some of the steps like that they could start taking initially to start establishing a foundation for this for themselves. Yeah, so the first thing that I um, always do is I make people um, reflect on their life and reflect on what are the main um, rocks or experiences in their life that led them to starting a business and or be an entrepreneur. There are so many different facets that I think we often forget. Maybe you started your business because you really wanted to have the flexibility to be a more intentional, present parent. Maybe your father was an entrepreneur and he passed away and you're really rooted in legacy and you feel as if being an entrepreneur is the, you know, the closest way for you to have that connection. So there's so much rooted in the journey of being an entrepreneur that those little nuggets are definitely things that you can use um, in your interview and press features. People get so caught up in, okay, I'm doing this interview and, okay, I have to make sure I share my website and need to make sure I have my opt-in and, like, all these things, but it's not even about that. I mean, an entrepreneur, if an entrepreneur really was impacted by a cause, they certainly could go on and talk about that, you know, and they still get the press, they still get the media logo. It's so much more uh, than trying to sell a product. So you reflect on the key things in your life. I always say the Oprah effect, if someone were... Um, to call you from Oprah, you know, what would you want to teach? And those are really the two places that I start with anyone uh, that I work with. Yeah, that makes sense. There's got to be a purpose and a why behind it, right? You you know, like you said, you know, that's what somebody's going to identify. It's the feeling that, you know, that people are always Mm going to remember how they felt when they hear something or if they see something, something that resonates with them. So that's so important. And and so a lot of times, like you said, this is how what you do when you go about working with someone on a PR strategy and so forth. In terms of when you look at someone looking to become an online influencer, you know, what would be, you know, what, how would you go about developing, like what types of channels would work best for someone? To, it would it obviously would depend on their business or who they are, that type of thing, but maybe some ideas to share with the audience. Yeah, so um, if you're an online influencer, um, I honestly feel like you need to prosper where you are. So I think people really miss the mark and they don't really cultivate the city they live in. So I always tell people to start in their local community. 90% of local ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox affiliates have a morning show where they're going to have morning guests and they generally speaking will only have a local guest expert from their city. So I would always start there first. And when you look at what's converting well, um, a TV segment where you physically run ads to it for your offer is converting much more than a traditional digital um, online article. And with things changing, um, like Forbes Inc. Entrepreneur, those, they're not necessarily having a backlink. You can't necessarily have um, your bio in there. So thinking that you're going to get all this traffic from an online article is not the case anymore. Yeah. It almost sounds too good to be true. Like I know you're saying, absolutely. So local, you would encourage starting local. And I can agree with that. I know when I started 
And I looked at when I when I released my book back then that, you know, I had the local paper pick it up. I was on a handful of local TV and it did generate, you know, interest. And, and then it just began to expand out from there. So yeah. that's what. Yeah. So you recommend. So and it wouldn't matter. I mean, sometimes people may think here. Let me ask another question. Like, so. There might be somebody out there that might say, well, you know, I do this for a living, but why would they want to hear my story? You know, I, you know, what's so important about what I do or what my story represents as it relates to what I offer in my business? What would you how would you address that? Because somebody that, could, that if they were able to see align the two that that they could just open up so many possibilities to expanding their business. Yeah, so I would say honestly, that comes down to a block in mindset. Like you have, I, I think when it comes down to your message and mission and business, you have to feel so convicted that if you don't tell another person about your business, the world is going to end. So I think when you shift to having it be less about you and like, what if my value or what if they don't like me and all these things, or maybe I'm not ready at all these things and make a shift to what it like you're not going to help people that's where i think the power comes into play yeah no absolutely it makes definitely makes sense and in terms of the you know social media that we're looking at social media right now you know that's obviously so easy to you know an area to get get exposure you know and a lot of times you know yes you can pay to do facebook ads and that type of thing what would be some of the things that you would recommend uh, for different social media channels? Would would it be an integrated approach looking at all of them? Or I guess it would depend uh-huh. on the business. So um, I always uh, recommend a very integrated approach. And then I would say, too, where most people are missing the mark is when it comes to amplification of PR and social media. So anytime you do an interview, you have to have a syndication and plan to share it on your social media channels, send it to your email list and use that as continued content because that's where the social proof comes into play. Yeah, I was absolutely. talking to someone last night um, at dinner and um, he had a client and they got new management. So essentially he had to re-win that client and there was a struggle because it was a client in another country, cultural differences, everything. And um, when he, when this gentleman emailed the company back and um, used um, the fact that he won an award as like a top digital marketer, that was social proof. So um, using awards and media interviews will allow you um, to really um, have social proof. Yeah. In terms of social proof, I mean, what would you recommend? I mean, you mentioned we talked a little bit about the local stations. You know, these could be a local Fox station or could be Comcast or, you know, whatever cable provider that you use in that area. You know, it could be the local paper, maybe a regional paper, that type of thing. But outside that, I mean, what are some of the things that you feel that give you that social that social proof? Would it be any of it, anything or would it be anything specific? I, so I believe from my experience, um, I judge every media outlet the same. Okay. So from the common man's perspective, they don't know 
anything at all. And if you're trying to really build your brand, um, you know, I would do everything. I mean, my first two years of, like, building my business, I did every interview. And, like, my old website, because every interview, it was just, like, Heather to Santa's PR, Heather to Santa's PR. I still get so many people going to my old website, um, booking services or calls. And that was just, like, two years being dedicated to the process and just being open and doing as many interviews as possible. And not overthinking anything or not judging or not any of those things. Um, yeah. I, I, unless you're yeah. at a level of Grant Cardone or like that level, um, I think you need to be humble and gracious to take and do any interview because I think it's selfish when we're not willing to share our talents when we're judging your podcast versus, oh, they only have 5,000 listeners or whatever. Yeah. Well, like you said, I mean, exposure is exposure, right? You never know who's going to be listening to what. That could be then picked up by somebody that really aligns with, you know, what you, who you are, why you do what you do, and the business that you're in. That could really be the channel that opens up the doors to a bigger level. So, like you said, it does, it really... You never know. I mean, um, I had a client that we got in a mid-size website for the industry. Um, it's um, a beverage. And uh, that article got them a call from one of the largest retailers about getting their product in the shop, uh, on their shelf. So you wow. never know. And you know, that's not an easy task. Getting, getting shelf spaces, uh, it's like real estate, right? You got to find the right perfect. It's not easy to get that real estate, but if you got someone reaching out to you to provide that, you know, give you that access, that's a good thing. And, and it came from something like what we're just talking about. So that's an incredible thing. We have about a, a minute to, or just less than a minute to the break, uh, Heather. So I wanted to just kind of sum up some things here for the audience listening, what we've just discussed, you know, just a, cu- a couple quick bullet points, what, you know, kind of sum up what we just talked about, what would be some of the steps again, to begin the process to uh, start uh, being an online influencer and getting their message out there. Awesome. So I would say first and foremost, committing, um, when you're planning for the new year, committing to do as many interviews as possible. The second is to take time and reflect on everything that you've gone through to become the entrepreneur you are today. Um, get clarity. At what's the one thing you really want to be known for and speak on? And then beyond that, which we can speak about later is um, really start watching the news and trending topics to use as leverage to make yourself uh, more relevant. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah, we are definitely going to get to that. So again, everybody, you're listening to Heather DeSantis. She is a top millennial publicist, CEO of Publicity for Good, a purpose-driven public relations firm. And we're going to be going to break, but we'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. 
The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us here, we're here with Heather DeSantis. She's a top millennial publicist and CEO of Publicity for Good, purpose-driven PR firm. And we've been discussing why you need PR as an online influencer. So we were just discussing some of the ways that if you are an expert in your area of, of, of your business or perhaps you're looking to stand out for what you offer. It always comes back to your purpose and why. And we're offering some insight how you could go about making that happen online as an influencer. So that being said, uh, Heather, we were talking a little bit about that process, but let's say we really want to start now. We started local. We started to build out a strategy that we're getting some exposure on a local basis, but we want to begin to expand nationally or globally with our message what would be again the next strategy yeah so i think the one area that entrepreneurs and influencers are missing and it's extremely detrimental is they have no idea what's going on in the world and they don't watch the news and that is a huge disservice because there are so many market trends that you can use to see opportunities that makes sense. So, I mean, yeah. So when we talk about the news, you know, this could be news on TV. It could obviously news can be anywhere, right? It could be in, 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 on the internet. It could be on TV. It can be in a you know print journal. But so so, what are the things that they should be looking for? I mean, news that's obviously relevant to what they do. Yeah. So the first 
place that I always tell people is to set Google Alerts up for the different industries. So you could set up Google Alerts for digital marketing or social media or cryptocurrency, um, any of the key things that are in your realm, number one. Um, number two, you can do social listening. So say there are other competitors or someone in your space who seems to be doing a lot of interviews, you can actually start following those people on Google um, to see who is interviewing them and then start forming relationships with those writers. That makes sense. And, and so, course, yeah. The- yeah. And- Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, you're good. And then, of course, like, there's different aggregate apps that you can use that will aggregate all of your um, news topics together, too. And that, that's really important. So it makes it a lot easier to, you know, get, funnel this information into one area so they have access to it in one setting. So it's not that they're constantly having to go out and search for it. It's coming to them. And so they're able to go through it and begin to uncover certain trends or in this case, un, you know, uncover certain opportunities that they could exploit with their message. Correct, correct. So that's really the one um, piece that I feel like most people are missing is they have no idea what's going on in the world. They can't use that as leverage um, to reach out to the media. So that would be the first place. The second place is there are awareness days, weeks, and months for so many different topics. The National Techie Day is coming up. Social Media Day was in June. And then, of course, Small Business Week is coming up. But you can use those as relevancy to make yourself um, more relevant to the news. Gotcha. In terms of, like, also on Google, I mean, would, would you know, keywords play an important role? Obviously, searching words that could, you know, associate them to that as well, like, you know, to find new information. Sometimes there could be certain things that are not mainstream, but, you know, there could be things that are, you know, important. Would that also be something to do uh, uh, for them to go about kind of, you know, identifying those certain words that resonate with what they do, their message, their business, and see what else is out there? Yeah. um, I also really believe that um, Twitter is a great place a lot of times I'll go to Twitter and search for topics, um, beats that I know the media is writing about. I start following them. I start retweeting their content. And then from there, uh, I will go to find their email address or message them on Twitter too. And that's really important. And that's something, you know, talk about Twitter. I mean, so, you know, you look at social media like Facebook, you look at Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, that's where this is where a lot of people are, you know, building relationships and communicating and so forth. And Twitter, too. But oftentimes, like you just I don't know, Twitter kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But I mean, I always used to equate when I was back in uh, my prior career, I was in aviation and I used to, you know, speak in the industry, I, you know, and we use Twitter for everything. We, we, we use Twitter at trade shows. We use Twitter from conferences. So it was always big in that area. But when you, you thought about maybe as an individual, like an influencer themselves, oftentimes it wasn't, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, it wasn't always one that was used frequently. It was like all the other ones, LinkedIn and Facebook. Talk about like that to why Twitter mm-hmm. plays an important role there. So Twitter is great because it allows, it's like that's where the media is. 
So a lot of times you can find news tips. Um, and then, of course, like if people really dream of getting in more digital media, so um, Inc., Entrepreneur, Forbes, some of the other ones, um, it's easier to find the contributors um, on Twitter too. And it's easier to see who they follow. So, for example, what I would do is find an e contributor that writes for business and then see who they interact with and see who they follow and just kind of create my master list of people that I want to form a relationship with and then start reaching out to um, to see how I can provide value to them. Hey, what are you working on? Um, I'm an expert in small businesses. Uh, if I can help uh, with any stories, let me know. And, you know, keep it simple. Yeah. Well, like you said, you know, in the beginning you were talking about how there's so much information and, and it's just kind of thrown at you and, and people's attention span is <laughs> like very, very small, like within a few seconds. So it, it's got to be something just what Twitter does is just puts out a just a quick statement, a few words that is either going to grab somebody's attention or it's not. And if it does, that's obviously going to be, you know, work work to your advantage. So, yeah. So what, what is now in terms of you, you pointed out a few things, uh, you know, what are what would be some of the areas that you feel like from a news standpoint, you know, are usually trending very well these days that could potentially resonate with a, you know, someone in, in, a, in a small business or let's say small business and, and, and someone that really wants to stand out there as an influencer? Like what would be some of the areas that are trending that you see? Yeah, I would say the hero's journey, rags to riches story, when people are willing to really share the behind the curtain experience, the struggles, um, mm-hmm. I think that is working really well. The other one that is working really well is when entrepreneurs are looking to share five tips or actionable things that people can start doing now. That's working really well too. And the key would be that when you identify the hero's journey, the rags to riches, there might be certain thought leaders that let's say, let's say there's a Ty Lopez, you know, we'll use him as an example. You know, uh-huh. I think that, I think that that was a good rags to riches type story, but at one point, so it's something like that. You could, you know, kind of, somebody can model, not that they're going to do exactly what, what he did, but at least get some ideas of how they can then craft their message to really share it in a way that worked for Ty and then figure a way instead of reinventing the wheel where it's still coming from that person. It's their story. It's not at somebody else's that they could craft it in, you know, in a way that could potentially work for them. Would that be something that you would recommend? Yeah. And I really think it's important to read the work of other people and listen to other shows to understand how you would fit into what they're working on. Okay, great. Perfect. Go ahead. Do you have something else? No, that's it. Okay. I didn't know if you had something else you wanted to add there. So in terms of, oh, so we're talking about, you know, again, identifying with, you know, you know, the news and stuff like that. I would think too, like, oh. let's say, you know, we're talking about, we had talked a little bit about, you're on this radio show, right? You're on sustainable success and we're, we're part of the Voice America Influencers channel. In, 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 in the beginning, we talked about, you know, if, if, you know, getting that exposure is key. You know, get on as many shows as you possibly can. You know, just get get your message out there. Now, if we're at this phase now where 
you know, okay, we've gotten, you know, our name's getting out there. Would it be, you know, what would be, you know, some good ideas of, you know, if we're able to identify certain things in the news that resonate with what we do, our message, what would be like, again, would you, would you have a strategy of identifying certain radio shows, TV shows, uh, blogs, uh, certain, you know, uh, magazine sources online, uh, whatever, books or whatever, like what would be a good combination that you would recommend after they, somebody's done their homework in that area to then begin choosing the sources that are really going to, you know, align with what they do? Yeah, I would say before that's even done, I think it's important to have a systematic approach and time blocking and then how many hours are you going to be using um, in your week to work on PR uh, because it can it can feel lonely, and I would say starting out, like, the media gets so many emails, so a lot of times they're not going to respond, and or they'll only respond when they actually are interested. When you pitch the media, a lot of times they'll save your pitch, and then when it's of um, interest, they'll reach back out to you. So you need to have a strategic plan of time block when you're going to do the research, when you're going to email, when you're going to call, et cetera, number one. Number two, I always look to see who in my network would have a warm lead. So who in my network has media contacts or is a podcaster or any of those things that could do some intros for me because I think warm intros a lot of times work best. There's a lot of shows I know now um, will only take guests through referrals. So you can't even pitch yourself anyway. It's who you know. Um, so I'd say having a plan first and foremost is extremely important. And then from there, I always, always, always suggest to start in your city, mapping out, okay, like what TV stations are there. Watch the TV stations to ensure that they have guests. Um, look to your local radio stations that have a public affairs show. Um, if you just go to Google and type in radio stations um, in and then your city, um, a radio locator will pull up and it'll pull up all the radio stations in your city. And literally, when I first started out and I worked at the ad agency, that's what I did. I printed it out. I Googled the station. I called them. I highlighted it when I called them. And then I just had a plan. And um, I would say, like, honestly, being open to calling um, booked me so many more interviews than said an email. Yeah. Yeah. An email. Cause like I said, I mean, I mean, alone, I get over 300 emails a day and then you add social media notifications on top of that, even with the assistant, it, it's just too much. And so, the, you know, there's going to be emails that are going to go either unseen or they're not going to be addressed. So I guess the yeah. old fashioned way still works, you know, sending a, you know, making a call or if it is a cell phone, granted, you don't want to abuse it, but to send a quick text, something that, you know, you're not typing an email in the text, but you're something quick, straight to the point, you know, maybe a, a one sentence or less to get a response is so, so important, plays an important role. And you really made a great Absolutely. point about the, re, the uh, uh, you know, the who you know, the referrals. I think that is really important and a lot of times people don't take advantage of that and it's just a matter you could be one person away from getting a connection that could get you on to a, a great radio show or a podcast or 
somebody that they may know that could lead into getting exposure in a blog or whatever the case may be. Those are things are that are very important. Um, you know, talk a little bit about the, you know, in terms of your, you know, I guess when it comes to PR, I guess would all PR be the same, you know, in terms of ch- different channels or do you prefer certain things that over the other, especially in the beginning phase? I prefer TV because they see you and they hear you. And when it comes to sharing on social media and a, and, um, a viewership perspective, video, like the raw clip, um, is getting more views than if you share an outside link onto your page. So I honestly prefer TV, and I prefer TV because I feel like most entrepreneurs are sticking in the online digital world, and I really feel that if you're going to build a big brand, become a big thought leader, you are going to really encompass it all. Yeah, it sort of brings it together. So when we talk about TV, are we talking traditional TV, or are we talking online TV now with you know like YouTube TV, and there's all these different different channels or different, you know, things online now, or could it be both? Um, I think it could be both. I really don't okay. think it matters. Um, okay. Like I said, like local, like local media, I mean, local TV stations, most of them have guests Monday, every single day, Monday through Sunday. So think about that seven days a week. That's a lot of opportunity for you to be on a local show. And I think from, um, a having a high feeling of a brand, um, you know, a TV station segment, a photo of you on TV is higher caliber than a traditional digital piece that doesn't have your photo. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then would would consistency be, I mean, obviously, I, was, I mean, it's logical. It sounds like that being consistent with it, it would be very important. When I say consistency, that it to the best you can is having that consistency of exposure. Yes, absolutely. The stacking effect. I mean, making a goal of maybe doing two interviews a week. Because as you go on, you're going to say different things and different messages will resonate with different people. And uh, you'll really learn so much through the whole process. Yeah, yep, that makes sense. Yeah, I've always been a big advocate of of consistency, that consistency plays an important role. I mean, anything you do, when you look at success, and that's what the show is about, sustainable success, it really comes down to be consistent, that you're doing things daily that are going to serve others, but also serve your business. And if it's not consistent, then how can your business grow when you're doing certain things once in a while? So like I said, if you if you're going to be on TV, you know whether if it's you know online or if it's on traditional TV, that you have some consistency being in front of people because you know, obviously you know one, a one off here and there, you're out of sight, out of mind, and they're you know they're going to forget about you, and so absolutely, you know, yep, absolutely, absolutely. So it's so important. So again, if you know if you're listening to. Heather, you know, talk about, you know, looking at the news, the news plays an important role, you know, get to find out what, you know, what your message is, how it resonates, what's trending in the news, Uh, you know, talk, you know, again, it's not about your product necessarily, it's about the story behind it, you know, do your homework, prepare, 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 
and it's going to make your life a whole lot easier. Again, you're listening to Heather DeSantis, top millennial publicist and CEO of Publicity for Good, a purpose-driven public relations firm. Uh, We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back again. We're here with Heather DeSantis, top millennial publicist and CEO of Publicity for Good, a purpose-driven PR firm. We're talking about why you need PR as an online influencer. And we, if you're just joining us here, we've been discussing over the last two segments of the show today the process to become an online influencer. It's so important in with whatever you're doing in your business. Again, it's not just for the very few out there. It could be for everyone. You just got to step up and embrace it. So, Heather, where we had left off, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, when somebody now has gotten to a certain point where they've gotten exposure to what we've talked about, why would it be important in the next phase to really take this to the the next level? You know, now we're really going to be rolling. 
why would it, would it be important to look at a PR firm as a way to manage this process going forward? What would be the advantages versus not? Yeah, I think the first thing that comes down to is when you work with a PR company, um, I would say first what's really important is to ensure that the PR company is in full alignment with your mission and business. That's the first really important thing. Um, But beyond that, they're able to speed up the process for you because they already have all the relationships. So it's going to save you hassle. It's going to save you time. It's going to save you money because they already have the relationships. And um, it's just a better partnership to allow you to stay in your lane and focus on what you're really good at. Yeah, because that could be, like you said, a relationship can take some time to cultivate. And, and actually to even start the relationship could be a, take a while. It's a process. So when, when you have that already, that relationship already in place, now you're allowing someone else to, you know, obviously position your message you know, to, you know, that source or if they have access to different sources to leverage your message because that relationship is already in place. There's already that trust and credibility. Would that be correct? Absolutely. And talk about like if somebody were doing a, a cost analysis on that, like, well, I got to invest this amount of money into a PR firm. And if I were doing it myself, you know, and I could save, you know, I wouldn't have to expend it. But talk about the money that they could be leaving on the table as a result of not making that investment. You know, maybe we don't have to get specific on numbers, but just an idea to get people to maybe start thinking, you know, that maybe they could be missing something if they feel, if they look at this as an expense rather than as an investment. Yeah, I mean, there was one TV segment that we mapped out for a client in the LA market in that one segment grew his email list in less than 24 hours uh, by 200 people. So can you imagine adding 200 people who are your ideal buyers to your email list? That's the first thing. The second thing is if you're not willing to do the press and hire a PR agency, your competitor is. And um, it's like, I feel like how, how much do you want it? How important it is it for you to eventually speak and, you know, become more than just an online business. And then, I mean, another example is one client uh, was an online digital marketer. He took a leap of faith and hired a PR agency, us, and uh, did two TV segments. It was National Social Media Day. That was a case where he did his rags to riches story. Um, A month later, Business Insider uh, did two stories on him in, in the same week we could have an opt-in for that piece. Um, the title of it, of um, the piece was Broke Pizza Boy to Six Figures. Of course, like, because we're in the PR world, we're able to create really creative stories that provide so much value. Um, but from that, he was able to use all the logos on his sales page on his website and use all that press to target his audience on Facebook. And from that... He went from making six figures to selling seven figures of online courses in five months. So that is what could happen. If you choose to, it'll be great for you. If you choose not to, your competitor will have that success. Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. Like I said, so, you know, in terms of, you know, like what to look for in a PR, I mean, I know you're obviously you have a PR agency and there's other PR agencies, right? But what, you know, as a PR agency, everybody's got like maybe a certain niche. Uh, They may cater to certain people, but maybe perhaps the person seeking now that PR maybe might not know that. So what would be what would be recommendation? Would you say someone that's seeking a PR firm, what, what would they, what should they look for? Yeah, I would say first and foremost, ensuring that your company is alignment, number one. Number two, um, ensuring that the PR agency first and foremost will be a consumer and they really understand your brand. Um, the third is, I mean, if you're a bootstrap company, ensuring that the PR agency works with other bootstrap startup companies, um, looking at their Rolodex of previous clients. And then I would say thirdly, um, you know, honestly calling their clients and understanding how the experience has been. I think it really comes down to, do you feel like you're at the PR agency is in alignment? What have the results been? And then lastly, um, what do their clients say? Yeah, I think that's so important what you just said, and and then not only checking out the you know just seeing references, but checking out the references and you know learning about their experiences, but also like you said, I mean the getting to know you, right? You know somebody what you know has to resonate mm-hmm. with you that your that their personality is compatible with yours, they feel comfortable with you. You know just because like you know if you had like a big you know a huge PR firm and somewhere another PR firm doesn't necessarily mean that because they did something great they're they're what they maybe what their values and what they do may not resonate with what your message is so it may not be a fit so it's important to kind of make sure I guess what you're saying that there's there's that alignment that plays an important role absolutely in terms of like uh your PR firm I mean what I mean talk about a little bit about the types of people that you're looking for, you know, in terms of the people you've yeah. worked with, what you've looked for? Um, so we've worked with uh, Fortune 500 companies, CPG companies, so that's consumer packaged good companies, cryptocurrency companies, um, tech companies, and then influencers. Um, and then I'm really excited because we're launching a PR SaaS software that will make PR accessible to everyone. So that's been in the works for two years, and it's something that will essentially allow someone to use a SaaS product, pitch the media, and then have our agency approve the pitch before it goes to the media. So it's exciting. Wow. Yeah. Talk. Can you, are you able to elaborate further on that, or is that something yeah. you just... It's, yeah. Uh, still. It's called Press Demand. It's PressDemand.com. Uh, it's a monthly subscription program, and... Essentially, the media and the guest expert um, is on it, too. All that happens is the expert um, finds the media by the niche or media logo. They push the logo to pitch them. They write their pitch. The pitch then is on the dashboard for our agency of publicists to approve. And then beyond that, the media is on it, too. So it takes away the need of wondering if your pitch sucks it kind of forces you to follow my proprietary process and then it takes away the need of having to email the press because the 
WordPress gets inundated, as you said, you get 300 emails a day with so many emails and emails that are not quality pitches. Yeah, no, it makes sense. That makes sense. And talk a little bit, you know, with the, you know, the remaining time we have, you know, a little bit about the process. If when you bring somebody on, let's say you bring somebody on, uh, it could be any level, right? It does, it could be somebody that, you know, maybe is already somewhat established or somebody just starting out. You, I'll leave it up to you. What would just kind of run through a, a process, how you would get them started again? I know you kind of alluded to it in the beginning, but I kind of wanted to kind of bring it back up on the tail end for those that are, had just joined us um, a little late. Yeah, so what happens first and foremost is we have a new client fill out a survey, and in that survey is everything in accordance with um, their social media links, web links, their bio, free media, any upcoming launches, any upcoming funding, all those things. We take that. We then create a PR plan where we look at breaking news, news relevancy, and awareness space to figure out what is um, our connection points to the media. And then from there, we have an onboarding call where we talk them through the process. We show them our procedures and tools for a very um, seamless process. And then beyond that, um, they get unlimited pitching. Uh, We send a formal report every other Friday, and our goal is to really secure them as many amazing interviews as possible. Wow, that's great. That's great. And, uh, you know, what I like to do is, um, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, your firm. I know we talked about, you know, you have offices in San Diego and Phoenix, uh, you know, what you got just uh-huh. an hour flight apart from one another. Uh, so talk <laughs> a little bit about, you know, the, you know, some of the type of clients you work with, you know, you know, like right now, you know, you did, you talked about like some fortune 500 companies. That's right. You did talk, mention that and then influencers and, and so forth. Is there anybody that stands out, you know, that might want to mention or maybe certain projects that you're working on or in a little bit about where people can find you? Yeah. So we really love working with startup companies and or people who are very committed to their message, very purpose-driven people, um, companies that really um, subscribe to conscious capitalism or have a give-back component or um, a company that's looking to add a give-back component to their marketing message. Wow, great. And what are some of the things that you're right now, we, we, you know, you mentioned that, that SaaS product that you're working on, which was fantastic. And I'm glad, you know, hoping again, uh-huh. listeners can, you know, go back, listen to that and catch some more information. I'm sure you're going to be hearing more about that from Heather. So, you know, keep checking the news. So, so Heather, <laughs> any other areas like where, you know, where we can, you know, where people can, you know, if you're going to be at any upcoming events, uh, where people can also find you, you know, in terms of your website, uh, you you know, anything specific you want to reference people to? Yeah, so I'm very active on social media. Um, it's Heather DeSantis, and then it's Publicity for Good, the website. And, you know, this year has been a lot of travel, uh, lots of travel, and I'm actually going to be um, moving back to my university and buying a house to really pour back into the university and to have um, some student support um, helping me grow publicity for good to be even bigger. Oh, wow. Fabulous. And what is your website? Any, you want to mention a website at all? We have about less than a minute. Yeah. 
So we have two. Um, we have it's publicityforgood.com, all spelled out, and then uh, pressdemand.com. Okay, perfect. Well, we you know Heather. We want to thank you personally taking time today. You know, I know you're out in Denver meeting with clients and uh, potential prospects for your your business and the value that you offer. We want to thank you again. We also want to thank you, listeners, always each and every week that join the Sustainable Success Radio Show, coming back for the valuable content that our experts share. We want to wish everyone a prosperous rest of your week, and we'll be back next Thursday at 12 noon East Coast time. 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we look forward to speaking to you then. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.